Hey friends, welcome to Still With You. My name is Coley Browning and I am so excited that you've joined me for another episode of the podcast. The music that you're listening to is from our amazing friend Gabrielle Grace. We'll be alright from her latest EP. If you would like to connect with her, you can find all of her music on all streaming platforms or visit her website gabriellegracemusic.net. We are so grateful for her. She is an outstanding friend. And speaking of friends, today's conversation feels less like an interview and more like a reunion of friends. Four years ago, I had the honor of meeting Katie Hawkins and Susan Wanderer at a weekend conference in Nashville, Tennessee. I will never forget standing in the melting southern summer heat outside the Grand Old Opry listening to them share their life experiences of Ethiopian adoption, military culture, and everything in between. Their gift of sharing encouraging stories and courageous laughter with friends was evident even in this brief moment. It's no wonder God led them to launch a podcast a few months later. She Speaks Stories, hosted by Susan Wanderer, Portia Allen, and Katie Hawkins, is more than a podcast with a bright logo. It's a growing community with women of valor who believe stories change lives. Portia put it best, there are so many memorial markers in this conversation of the goodness of God. I watch She Speaks Stories be built from the ground up, and when you hear some of the trials that all three of these women have survived and persevered to see the sovereign hand of God on the other side. And that is what I love so much about Katie, Susan, and Portia. They always bring it back to the cross. They always bring it back to Jesus. And I know that you will hear that in listening to them. This conversation feels sacred. It feels so special. And I could not be more happy, honored, excited to share it with you. Please welcome to Still With You, Susan Wanderer, Portia Allen, and Katie Hawkins, my friends, the gals from She Speaks Stories. First of all, thank you guys so much for doing this. I don't think I've ever had, including myself, four people on the mic before. So this is awesome and so exciting for me. And I am so shocked that you all have not been a guest on a podcast. What an honor for me to be able to like speak with you. Chloe, we missed you. We totally missed you. You are fabulous. I mean, in every single way, you are so fabulous. Katie and I, when we tell our story of how our podcast began, you and your mom are always a part of that story because we met you that weekend and it was so fun. Yeah. So what our friends don't know or what they're going to learn is that we actually met in Nashville. That sounds fun weekend with Annie F. Downs in 2017. That's been three years ago. How I remember that story and I would love for Susan and Katie, you to confirm it or correct it. I remember hearing that you guys were listening to podcasts on the road to Nashville and you were brewing the idea for She Speaks. Is that true? Well, here is the real truth. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) I run into Susan at church. We hadn't seen each other in a while. We're blabbing away. And all of a sudden she says, hey, you want to go to a conference with me? I'm like, sure. Why not? We get in the car to go to Nashville. And I say, by the way, what is this conference even about? I knew it was a women's conference. I knew Annie F. Downs. She said, it's about podcasting. And then she says, I think you and I maybe should 
do a podcast together. I'm like, Susan, I'm not really even sure what a podcast is. <laughs> and she looks at me like, are you serious? I said, I mean, I've heard sermons on what I guess she would say is a podcast, but yeah. what? She's like, all right. She said, let me put Annie F. Downs podcast on here so you can kind of get the gist. I'm like, yeah, no, I can't do that. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. No, no, no. And she's like, just be open to the idea, Katie. So that's how it really went. Susan, do you want to add to that? We got there and we sat there. Th- and you know, Coley, that was an incredible weekend. I mean, that was, it was amazing. It was amazing yes. Amazing in every way. And the thing I loved about it was it was such a small gathering of people. So she was able to do some fun and unique things. When we sat through that first night, which was actually a live recording of her podcast, even in that, Katie and I, you know, Katie and and I talk a lot. It was like a whole nother level because we couldn't stop laughing. I mean, like everything that night was like to the extreme. We could not stop laughing so much so that they recorded that night with video to show later. They kept bringing the cameras over to Katie and I because we were howling with laughter. Like I remember that. <laughs> remember yeah. that, Coley? Yes. Like we could not stop laughing at ev- and like obnoxious laughing. But anyway, um, we got in the car and Katie was like, "Wait a minute, I can do something." like this. What did you call it, Katie? It's like I said, a- this is like an old-fashioned radio show. <laughs> yeah. Because it's really just... <laughs> I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like, you yeah. don't know podcast. I don't know what you're talking about, about a yeah. radio show. <laughs> but I'm like, well, it's really just people interviewing yeah. other people. Right. And my yeah. thing was, I am not a spontaneous speaker. I am more of a teacher where I have notes, I follow an outline, I memorize, mm-hmm. and I I'm like, Susan, I can't be funny, witty, spontaneous. That's just not me. How about if I be the producer and you be (laughs) the chatter? And she's like, no. (laughs) Chatter. The official title, the chatter of the The podcast. And she's like, no, no. But then we started talking about stories because Katie and I are super fans of stories because we do firmly believe that stories change lives and that Mm -hmm. Jesus used stories all the time and Mm -hmm. that people, when they hear stories and they lean into stories, they start seeing, well, if God can do that in their life, then I'm going to believe he can do something like that in my life. Okay. So we had a 10 hour drive on the way home from Nashville. Because you all live in Virginia, right? Yes. Just South of DC. So we live in Virginia. And so we had a 10 hour drive back. I mean, if anybody that knows us would know, we were not shocked by this. We literally talked the entire 10 hours. I drove and Katie sat and made list after list of people, women and amazing stories. And so that's when we were like, okay, let's do a podcast about women's stories that can spur other women on in their faith. And we just started making lists and then a timeline of how we would do it and what it would look like. Yeah, then it was born. It was just so crazy. It was just a crazy weekend, but it was so good. And here's how I know that you all were the right women for the job for this, that God would put that on your heart because I spent a total of what, two days with you all. And in that time, Susan, I will never forget the words that you spoke over me, helping me with deal with PCOS. And Katie, Mm -hmm. I will never forget you speaking encouragement to me being a young military wife, both of you all together, Mm -hmm. I felt so encouraged. And those were both your stories that you had deposited into me to encourage me. And looking now at the fruit of you guys being obedient, I'm like, no wonder God called them to this. This is the Mm -hmm. thing that they're designed to do. And Portia, that goes along with you too, because you've been encouraging me since you got on with the girls. Oh my goodness. I love this so much. I'm going back down memory lane of when uh, I first met Katie 
hurricane season and how I, man, I binged the podcast so much because when I was invited <laughs> to come be a guest, I was like, sure, I need to listen to these ladies. <laughs> and so by the time that we actually met face to face two years ago now. Yeah, that's crazy. It was two years ago. There's something about podcasts and listening to people have conversation. Even when you're talking about somebody else's story, you get to know them. So, I mean, I felt like I knew, I mean, Katie came to meet me in the elevator and we hugged each other and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like I'm seeing my friend that I haven't seen for <laughs> yeah. a long time. Well, and how we met Portia is uh, my dear friend, Susan Blunt, who has been, she's been on our podcast. She uh-huh. has been my mentor since I was 21. She was living in Minneapolis at the time and she knew Portia and she was like, you guys need to meet Portia. Well, then we ended up going on this random road trip. I'm telling you the things that Katie and I talk each other into. We drove from our house in Virginia all the way to Minnesota. And along the way, we stopped at different people's houses and did storytelling stopovers. Yeah. We stopped at different spots mm-hmm. and and told stories of these people in their homes, which was so fun. But we got to Minnesota. That's where we met Portia. And I will say this, when we met Portia, her husband came with her, who is as precious as they come. And when they left, Gwen was with us. And Gwen is amazing in every single way. And Gwen and Katie and I looked at each other and we were like, uh, Portia's like our sister. There's something there. There's some, but we couldn't put our finger on it. Maybe six months later or something. I don't know what the timeline was to that. I remember calling Susan Blunt and said, we think Portia might be our missing podcast partner. And Susan goes, that's a good idea. Like Susan was like, (laughs) for sure. And we called Portia. We were like, we think you're supposed to be like our permanent partner. What are your thoughts? And the thing I love about Portia is her yes is always on the table when it has to do with something about the kingdom. Like if you call Portia and say, Hey, what do you think about this? She will definitely pray about it. But she was like, Okay. That's a great quality to have to be your yes. Always be about the kingdom. It really is amazing. We'll figure it out. You'll open all the doors. Yeah. And I was gradual. Remember that? I was only on like once a month. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The end of 2018, whatever that was. Yeah. She was supposed to be a once a month host. And then that yes. did not last long at all. And then the new year started. And I really felt like the Lord say, you need to give more and I'll give you the margin for this. And he did. And he has. Yeah. And it's been great. And sure, occasionally you hear my kid in the background. That's okay. It's real life. It's It's a real life. It's COVID world. Like my husband will listen. He'll be like, is that? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. And truly, Coley, looking back now, you see the sovereign hand of God in all of this. Because truthfully, I've never confessed this, so I'm confessing it right now, Susan. Susan, when you first said, hey, we should get Portia as our co-host, I thought, you know what? Susan wants someone younger. She might want it just to be her and Portia. I honestly said in my own heart, you know, Lord, that is fine. If you have something else for me, I will graciously let this be a younger women's thing and move up. Then Portia was just going to do it once a month. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then the sovereign hand of God, when I got cancer, there were times when I was so sick mm-hmm. and it had to be Susan and Portia. Then moving forward, there were things going on in Susan's life where it could just be me and Portia. Obviously things in Portia's life. And I'm yeah. like, God, you know, that verse that says a strand of two is not easily broken, but a cord yeah. of three yeah. is even better. Yeah. That's probably not paraphrased exactly right. But having all three of us as hosts, 
for this? Hasn't it been? Oh my goodness. Whatever guest is on that week, you can tell the ones that God has chosen to be the host for that week. Because even two weeks ago, there was somebody that was, was on and I couldn't do it. And so it ended up being just Portia and just Kate, like the two of them together. They knew this person. I had no clue who this person was. (laughs) And it was somebody that's well-known. That that sounds terrible. I don't have a clue who it was, but it's somebody that's well-known. They've got tons of books. I did not have a clue who this person was. I'm praying for them while they're recording because Gwen gives us these notes that are amazing and detailed about each of our guests and it helps get the story ready. And so I knew what time they were doing it and I was praying over it for them. Well, as soon as it was over, we get this text from Portia and she was like, oh my gosh, that was amazing and I'm like okay and then Katie goes I just can't even believe how good that was and I'm like okay clearly that was God intended to be interviewing that person because I had no clue who that person even was and they were like that was unbelievable and I'm like okay God is sovereign God is sovereign but that's what I think is so amazing like 124 episodes in you guys are still holding it as open-handedly as when you started and I can Mm. say that because I've been listening since the beginning to see you all endure real life change together. I would call it even like transformation because I don't feel like I'm listening to the same friends that I listened started wow. listening to in 2017. Like I've watched you all grow stronger, not yeah. only in Christ, but also together. I've seen you all grow professionally. You're like stewarding through the story school. It's just amazing when you look at it. And I just feel so privileged and so grateful that God allowed me to see it from mm-hmm. the the ground up because I feel like that's such a sacred ground like not everyone is able to do that it has been specifically so encouraging to me just to see you guys being so obedient Katie you kind of mentioned it and if you'd be open to talking about it a little bit I would love to hear kind of like what that was like for you when you found out that you had cancer because you Mm -hmm. found out wasn't it season one when you had developed cancer and you instead of holding back like you were so open and sharing with your Mm -hmm. friends what was going on. I hate to use the word amazing because I can't imagine like what you walk through. It's amazing to see God work through it. Amen. When you walk down memory lane, you really do see the sovereign hand of God. When you're in the throes of things, you maybe don't see it so clearly, but after the fact, you look back and you're like, Oh God, one of our very first podcasts, I think it was episode three or four. Susan, you remember Donna Tyson. She sat at our kitchen table because she was in town. She's a a well-known speaker, but she was in town. We hired her for something else. So she sat at our kitchen table and she told us her story of having cancer. This terrible, Mm -hmm. triple negative, advanced, aggressive cancer and all the details and how God was so so intimate with her. At one point, she said, I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. And in my mind, I wasn't doubting her or being skeptical, but I'm like, seriously, that sounds mean, but I'm like, seriously? Mm -hmm. Okay. So fast forward, when I got cancer, Susan and I, I mean, when I got the diagnosis, you know, Susan and I were together in a hotel room down in Atlanta at another conference. Yeah. <laughs> Susan and I love to go to conferences Apparently together. Did, man. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> and we're in those beds that night. And I, Susan, do you remember this? I said, Susan, oh, yeah. oh my goodness, this is no accident. This is not random that you and I are together the day I get a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. It is not random that we feature. Mm-hmm. Sure. Week after week after week, women 
with very difficult stories about how they're given hope and victory through their faith. Mm -hmm. And I said, I am telling you right now that I'm not just saying this to sound all holy or Pollyanna or anything. I am not asking God, why me? I -hmm. truly am saying, why not me? I mean, we're going to have a story, Susan. Everybody has stories, no matter what they go through. But I'm like, this is a story, Susan, that needs to be told because we can't just be on the host end of difficult stories and always saying, oh, well, hope in Jesus and victory and la la la. Mm -hmm. And one thing I will say, Katie, really quick is up until this point, we had even said every week that the stories that God had been bringing to us were more for us than they were for our listeners. Mm -hmm. Because those stories were changing us. And then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden, boom, we get this diagnosis. And I remember we were laying in bed that night in that hotel and you said, okay, here's where the rubber meets the road. Am I going to trust God like our storytellers before us have trusted God? When I look at that story being on the listener side of things, I remember so clearly that conversation you all shared, how you received the phone call in the middle of the conference that you actually were diagnosed with cancer and how you went in and worshiped to Bigger Than I Thought I Was by Passion. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I played that like three times (laughs) on this recording. (laughs) I'm like, that is like the anthem in my heart when I think of you guys. That moment, though I was not there in Atlanta, I feel like I have carried that moment of how you approach that with such confidence in not yourself, but in who Jesus is that mm-hmm. I walked into job interviews. I've walked into conversations, things that I had to do and be brave about because I heard that you went through that. And so oh I want to thank you so much for being mm-hmm. brave in that moment, because yeah. if if not, I'm getting a little bit like wordless about it because it is such a wordless moment. I'm just grateful that you were so brave about it, Katie, and that you oh, cool. There have been so many memorial markers in this conversation this morning that we're having of look what God did. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm marveling at the goodness of God that, Coley, you were there at the very beginning of She Speaks Stories. Like I played catch up. To, to have the history and to know where the girls had been before I got to be a part. And I'm just like, Lord, I love that you give us these moments to stop and to reflect on what you've done. And I, and I wrote down in my notes, what if one of the reasons, because I know there are many reasons that we know and many that we don't yet know and may not even know until the other side of eternity of why this podcast and why we get to hear people's stories and share them. Yeah. But what if one of the reasons was to increase the prayer covering over you, Katie, and over your family. And think about the people that are still praying for you and praying for your family. And someone might say, okay, God would do that for one person. Absolutely. He would (laughs) beyond a shadow of a doubt, you know, and I'm just marveling at just his goodness and his kindness and his faithfulness. Katie's cancer free. I'm definitely on the other side of it. They won't say cancer free yet, but they do say evidence of disease. Yeah, there you go. So we've decided we're going to have, once COVID is over, we're going to have a Ned party. party and we're going to figure out how to do it, whether it's virtual or in person, but we're going to have a Ned party because one thing that has been so beautiful, Coley, about this whole thing is what we did not anticipate 
was how closely the story community would walk with Katie in this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When Katie and I woke up the next morning in Atlanta, we did an episode from Atlanta explaining her diagnosis. The women and men that listened to that episode and just started praying, it was crazy. I started reading this thing about Ashet Shail, about women of valor. And we started selling these bracelets. We, I don't know. We, I guess we sold them. I can't remember. It was so long ago. All my days are running. I wore mine so much that I wore it out. I, I had this <laughs> way because it got so waterlogged and like so yeah. much like it was like, oh, I don't want anything growing on this. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you have any extras, I will gladly I, repurchase one. But um, I was just going to say, I'm going to send you a fresh <laughs> one. I have Since you're there, could you just explain that? that word for our friends because I've tried to in my small groups and different things so I'd love to have it on record for you all about that word one thing I will say is if you go back in our archives and there's an episode that just says Ashet Shail and it's got all of the teaching on it from the word about what that whole phrase means but so many times in Proverbs 31 American ears listen to it and they think it is a list of things that women should attain to. What it does automatically then is it makes women stressed out because that's not even a possibility. I mean, because it's just so much. We start listening to it and we think, okay, this is a list of things that I need to attain to. I started reading and researching the Sashet Shail and what it is in the Jewish faith and the Jewish customs is when Jesus was on earth, the Jewish men, and even now the Jewish men that are here, their job is to memorize Proverbs 31. The men, they memorize Proverbs 31, and then they use it as a way to greet women. Ashet Shayo means woman of valor, which is Proverbs 31, woman of valor. A woman walks into the room and she has just made a very nice meal. They will say, ah, Ashet Shail. They are proclaiming that over her. They are not giving that to her as something to attain to. It is something that they are praising her for. Yeah. And so it's less of a to-do list and more of a look what God has done through you list, That's so good. And, which is so exciting. And so we started reading Ashet Shail in that we started believing that our community would be Ashet Shail for Katie, that yeah. they would be women of valor that would pray over Katie and that we would see God move in miraculous ways because they were being, ah, Ashet Shail. They were being women of valor, yeah. taking up and holding up Katie's arms through this entire cancer journey. And I I will say to you, it's exactly what they did. They were a Shet Shail and they still are. This makes me laugh because it's so beautiful. Any social media post that has to do with Katie, even if it is a just a silly picture of Katie, goes through the roof because that is how these women and men mm-hmm. have circled around her and loved her so dearly. Mm-hmm. We did a Giving Tuesday thing for Giving Tuesday. That's what it is. <laughs> we brought it up into several videos. Katie's by far most watched. When you come around and you come around a person that is going through something significant, you fall in love with them in in a unique way. Yes. More than that, Katie, I've told her this a million times during Katie's cancer journey, Katie began to know Jesus on a level that none of us will know him unless we go through a trial like she did. I'm not saying it has to be cancer. It's any trial, any trial. Any trial. And so when Katie started transforming, not just because of the chemotherapy and because of the everything, not just outwardly, 
inwardly God was doing a supernatural work, you wanted to lean in. And it's like, there's a, there's a verse, um, I think it's in Ezekiel where it talks about somebody that's been with Jesus. You, I mean, you've been with God and you just want to hang on to their coattails because you just want to know him that much more. That is what Katie was. She was knowing God on such a supernatural level that you wanted to lean into the wisdom that you knew she had in the middle of it. Our community was leaning in to praying for her in such unique ways. They were a shayil in every way. I believe our community, I believe that they are better moms and that they are better wives and that they are better women and better coworkers simply because they watched Katie live out her cancer Amen. journey. Amen. Yeah. That's weird for the world to hear because the world's going to say, why in the world would you say somebody else's cancer made them a better wife or a better mom or a better mm-hmm. woman? Well, it's because a shayil. They became women of valor, praying over a woman of valor. Hey friends, I'm interrupting my conversation with the gals from She Speaks Stories to share with you some important news about next week. Holy Week is the week leading up to Easter, Sunday, April 4th, and it is a practice on the church calendar that I've adopted into my life to observe the entire week leading up to Easter. I've been practicing Lent for a few years, and I love this rhythm in my life. Holy Week always is very sacred to me. It's a time where I really slow down and sink into the Word of God and just practice silence. I know that sounds a little bit strange, but I really do believe in in the intentional piece of peace in our life, removing distractions, spending less time on social media. I actually haven't heard how God wants me to spend Holy Week, but I do know it is removing an episode from Still With You and taking a pause and rest on releasing a new episode of the podcast. I wanted to share this with you so you wouldn't think anything's wrong, but also to invite you to practice Holy Week. Rather than receiving an episode, I'll send out a post on my website sharing some scriptures that I've found helpful and that I'll be reading along with you during this time. I invite you to hear from God and ask him how he wants to spend time with you during this week leading up to Easter. And then also make plans to celebrate. Visit a local church, visit your home church, stream it online. Do something that is significant. The cross is significant. It changed history. The fact that Jesus came to earth and lived as a human being and died on a cross fully God and fully man to save us and offer us eternal life and a life of freedom, it changed history. It changes everything. And so that's why this time of the year, this rhythm, this intentional time to give thanks and celebrate, remember what he did, it matters. Again, I'll be sharing some scripture that I've found helpful in understanding the Easter story. And please let me know how you are celebrating Holy Week. Feel free to tag me in photos or DM me. I would love to know and celebrate with you because you're not going to be hearing this from me next week. Happy Easter. I hope you've enjoyed this season of Lent. What a day to celebrate. He is risen. One of the things that I want our friends to know about is Story School and all of the ways that they can connect with all three of you for themselves 
outside of listening to the podcast. I looked at your schedule of what you guys have. You are some busy people coming up in 2021. So this episode will release in the spring. How can our friends connect with you? And what can they be excited for with like the 10-week spiritual disciplines, strength finders, everything? I want to hear about it. When Susan and I first started this podcast, we knew God was saying, take it one step at a time because we didn't know what we were doing, literally did not know what we were doing. But we felt like he was saying, don't wait until you have everything figured out. And then, okay, now it's safe. Step into the Red Sea and I will start parting. You know, I will part Mm -hmm. it. So we start the podcast. It starts kind of growing to our surprise. And we loved it. And we do love it. But after about a year or so, we're like, okay, this is a front door for women, for listeners to hear stories and be compelled to want more of Jesus. That whole first year, we would literally say almost every time, find a local church, get in a small group at your church. This is how you grow. This is how you connect. So we felt like that's all God was calling us to do. Be a front door. And again, I'm going to say the sovereign hand of God theme, because last year we started feeling this, okay, this is fabulous. We love it, but there's more. To really make disciples, what Jesus said was teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded. Well, how do you teach someone to obey if you're not even in their life and knowing what they're struggling with and sharing your own real things and heart of obeying? And we're like, you know what? We want to have an arm where we could disciple better. But we're like, how would we even do that? Remember this, guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We well, because what we did we also discovered was, which was exciting, that we had a lot of uh, women and men, which was shocking too. We did have men, but we had a lot of women and men that were listening that this was where they were comfortable listening about faith, talking mm-hmm. about faith stories. They don't go to church, but they love listening to the stories of what God is doing in other people's lives. And so all of a sudden we had this beautiful group of people that were asking Jesus questions. And we started the, you know, the four of us, Portia, Katie, Gwen, and myself, we started praying about, okay, there's something, but we could not put our finger on it. We would pray through it and pray through it and pray through it. We knew that we needed to provide something for these people because we just so loved them. And we knew they were asking good questions of faith. And they were literally all over the globe. And so we were like, what are we going to do? They are not ready to go to a church, but we need to provide something for them. Mm -hmm. So we really just started praying through it. And one day we met in Gwen's kitchen, which is fantastic. And Portia was on a Zoom screen like she is right now. (laughs) And the four of us sat there and brainstormed for hours. And we just started Mm -hmm. throwing things up. And all of a sudden it just right into place. I mean, mm-hmm. like, wasn't it you guys? Like it really was. It was like this amoeba of an idea. And mm-hmm. then within about three hours, story school just formed. And we were like, yeah. okay, this is what God's got for us next. And that's why I was saying the sovereign hand of God theme. Yeah. You know, that verse that says, it is he who is at work within you, both to will and to work for yeah. his good pleasure. Okay, mm-hmm. so he started giving us this willing heart, like we want to step into more discipleship, but there's only four of us. I mean, how could we, we can't mentor, thou- yeah. you know, a thousand right. women with just four of us. So how would we even do that, Lord? And that's where it, really, I think it was almost a year of praying over yeah. that 
desire. Decide note. In the meantime, he has brought some incredible women alongside of us yes. uh, to help with the nuts and bolts of podcast and story school. And so while the four of us are the ones that talk literally constantly throughout the week on text, our text threads are hilarious, but <laughs> there's four of us. That we now, God has brought us, there's a, is like 10 of us that are on our She Speaks Stories team and they take little portions of whether it's story school or Katie who does the courses for story school. Dawn, who is also our scheduling manager, she helps with all of the details of the Zoom and putting women in groups. And what I love is God knows where he has strengthened us and where we are not. Watching you all develop as a team, not only like growing closer to Jesus, the influence and the amount of like people that he's brought through. It's incredible to watch. I'm so proud of you guys for your hard work. But it is an unfolding. It's an unfolding. Like, okay, Um, it's Susan and I at my kitchen table. Then Gwen, then Portia. Then we got this amazing financial gal because Mm -hmm. we were making a mess of (laughs) people were like we see that your dreams cost money we were all like yeah but we aren't financial we don't know how to make that work and then he brought us mindy and mindy's like bringing us spreadsheets and we're like yes she knows how to move the kingdom forward like this this is good adding people to the team that they took a lot of that took our time our mental energy our you know we weren't good at And so that day when we brainstormed and God put all the little pieces in place for story school and what it is, is story coaching, which Susan and Portia do, which is one-on-one and then story courses, which can handle really large groups of women. And then God brought this amazing course team, story courses team. So we had 19 women on this leadership team. It just unfolded where God Katie, sent tell us. tell them about your courses. There's four courses. And so Katie, let, yeah. walk through what each four of them are. It really is a one-year kind of discipleship path mm-hmm. that hits a woman's spirit, her mind, her will, and her emotions. So kind of trying to address and highlight, obviously they're all intertwined. I get that. But it starts with Alpha in the fall, which talks about the basics of Christianity. Are you born again? Do you understand Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit? What is sin and why is it a big deal? Kind of addressing the spiritual part of us. And then in the winter, we're offering Know Your Bible, which really is challenging your mind. Do you know the Bible? Do you have the books and stories kind of memorized so you see it as a seamless story? Mm -hmm. Can you start getting excited about memorizing certain key verses that will help you? Let's use our minds. They're extraordinary. And we don't think they are. We're like, I can't memorize. Yeah, you can. God has given you a brilliant mind. Mm -hmm. Let's exercise it together for our good and the good of his people. Okay. And then in the spring and all of you listeners, I would encourage you in order to grow spiritually, it's God's work to bring the fruit, but we have a part in it. And that is setting our will to engage in the spiritual practices, I like to call them that versus discipline because people are like, I hate discipline. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't want that. The spiritual practices that put us in an environment where we can connect with Jesus in a very real way. If that is lacking, you really cannot grow. The spring quarter is going to be about these spiritual practices. And I'm really, really excited about it because through my cancer journey, I have met some spiritual directors in a myriad of ways. That's a whole nother 
podcast, but we are going to feature some of those spiritual directors directly on our story school. And I can't wait because oh, I exciting. Oh, I need it myself. We all need it. Susan, you referred to this. We say over and over, these stories change our own lives first. We're not just blabbing to you people walking away. It's changing us. Story school is changing me. And I can't wait to take this spirit, even though I'm putting it together and leading it. I can't wait to take it too, because I want to be stronger in my spiritual practices. Okay. And then the last one is we're going to address our emotions because it's really hard to be spiritually strong if you're emotionally not wounded, but just unhealthy. Thank you, Susan. And frankly, aren't we all? Yeah. I mean, to, to bigger and lesser degrees, I get that, but I know my own self. I have some emotional unhealthiness that I'd like to address. Basically, that's it. And it's it's one year, four quarters. Got some ladies that are jumping in to know your Bible this winter and exactly. they didn't do alpha. You're able to jump in in the courses without right. having to go in order, basically. That's what I was going to ask if someone yeah. wanted, instead of committing to a whole year, if they could take it segment by segment, if that's, mm-hmm. that would be okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're all about 10 weeks yeah. and it's all done on Zoom. And back to what I was trying to say about the sovereign hand of God, we didn't know that pandemic was coming right. when God put this story school thing into us. How would we have known that? And we had been saying, like I said, Susan and I kept saying, join a church, find a small group in your church. You need to grow. Yeah. And but we're like, well, we're not trying to replace any local church. We're not trying to say, oh, just come on here and that's good enough. The local church is what God has designed to use to grow people. So right. we're like, that's all we need to do. But then, like I said, this unrest of we need to step in to be able to disciple better. Lo and behold, we get it ready and a pandemic hits. And people <laughs> can go to a local church and get in a small group in person. And everyone starts learning how to use Zoom. Even mm-hmm. people like me. It is a perfect vehicle for such a time as this. So yeah. good. I've been listening and been friends with you all for three years. And Katie, you were just saying it. You're like, I'm basically leading this course and it's speaking to me. Mm-hmm. First, all three of you are so genuine. And you are some of the most trusted friends that I, as a young woman, like aspire to mm-hmm. be like and listen to and to model my life after because I know how hard you are running after Jesus. Mm-hmm. When I hear you all sharing that, I'm just like, friends, please, if you feel any pull, do not be afraid of a 10-week commitment. I've done a 12-week Bible study and it's a commitment, but I've done the most growing when I've actually like stayed and committed to yeah. something. If you feel the calling like to know that this was something that's very well worth your time and that yeah. all of the information will be in the show notes for our friends to find. Okay. You can go right now if you have your phone to shespeakstories.com. You can find the courses and just get plugged in immediately. But another thing that I'll say, not only do you all carry like the knowledge to, and I think like Sam Collier said this on your podcast of we're like moving from milk to meat. Yeah. Like I love how he said that. So not only is yeah. it like helping with that transition, but another gift that you all three of you carry, your laughter is contagious. Like I can't even tell you, like it's the best medicine ever. I am someone who sometimes will get embarrassed about things. I feel like there's sometimes like you guys will take the awkwardness on the podcast and make it like pure hilarity. And that is such a gift. 
I feel like we war against the enemy with our laughter. And it is like you guys are bringing it on the front lines of that end. Oh, my Coley, it's because real life happens. And I won't go into all the particulars. But once upon a time, there was a podcast scheduled. And Susan and I had it. I showed up in that call. Literally, I had literally... An hour before I was up, I was on a different call and um, I had just ruled out of bed and I'd forgotten about the other call. And so I was like, it's just a phone call. It doesn't matter. So I'm just like sitting in my office talking and I get a text from Susan. She's like, hey, are you, are you coming? I'm like, oh, oh no, oh no. I pop into this call, a hot mess, like a hot mess. And I will confess to our friends, I may or may not have had pants on. But you can see that <laughs> because we were. <laughs> she so did the whole interview pantless. It was oh my gosh. Okay, my hair was literally just, I'm so glad we don't do video on our, on our episodes. But I, I only bring that up to say like, we don't have time to not be in real life. Now, why? We didn't say everything to our listeners with our guests. She knew exactly what was going down. I was like, hey, let me tell you what's happening. I'm so sorry. I respect you. I respect your time. I apologize. When, when Portia's Zoom thing came up, she was sitting there trying to wrap her hair. And oh my God. Down. Portia is rarely frazzled. She was like, her eyes were huge. She was pulling her hair around. She, looked and she just said, I have no pants on. I was gonna say, and if you did not have that article of clothing, how in the world did you have coffee? Like I would have been like a mess. <laughs> But that's what I feel like you guys are such a gift. The laughter, seriously, you guys each have such beautiful laughs. Like they're like beautifully like unique, like the Lord has like crafted them. I don't know. It's just medicine for my soul. And so I know that if that's happening to me, that that's happening across the country with your friends. You're kind. I love it. We also, as much fun as we have together, we can also be a lot. We're a little extra. I love it. I think that our friends are drawn to that. We're drawn to the realness and the genuineness and that we can be serious about the Bible and we can be very unserious about the things that, you know, are not Jesus. (laughs) I love it. There's a few other things that I just wanted to touch on real quick. And they're more so just like, I feel bad. I'm like not trying to make this about me, but little stories that like, because you guys are about stories, I was just like, Mm -hmm. I wanted to share just two other things specifically with like Susan and Portia, things that happened in my heart. And then like, we'll kind of close it up because I know you guys are busy people. Portia, are you still working or serving at River Valley is that where I you're? am I, I'm not on staff there but my husband is on staff and then you know I attend there and I serve as a, okay. as a lay person are you in connection with their worship team at all do you, yes. do you sing on the team oh, oh. <laughs> no I don't <laughs> sing I sing out in the congregation when they lead us my husband's one of the worship pastors and so okay yeah, so that's that's my connection in that my husband serves and so I cheer them on I'm about to throw it way back because okay. this is something that like happened last year and then when I learned that you were in connection with River Valley, I was like, and I'm hoping I'm getting this information right. So there's a song called The Edge of Heaven that came yeah. out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Girl, let me tell you. Okay, so last year, 
I got my word for the year 2019. My last, my word was edgy. And it always Mm. happens like at the end of the year where I'm like, God, like, what does this word even mean? And I Mm -hmm. found that song that came out in 2016 and didn't even know that you were connected with that church. And then by hearing that River Valley was your home, you know, like that's how like the Lord confirms things for me. Like when it's Mm -hmm. like a direct connection, like, okay, that's a trusted body of believers that I can like hear. And so, and let me convey my thankfulness to because when it's a worship team, like it's, it's the Mm. whole church, right? It's not just the worship team. It's everyone who makes that happen. That song did so much work in my heart last year that I wanted to thank you for your contribution to minister Mm. to me here in Pensacola, Florida. That song just looped last year on repeat all the time. So I just wanted to say thank you directly to you. And also thank you so much for sharing at the, at the table conversation. I feel like I'm just jumping to another (laughs) subject, but thank you so much for inviting me and all of our friends to at the table. I just was really grateful for all three of you, but also Portia, just for you leading that. Um, That was amazing and so brave. I feel like you guys go before, like you go before and how are willing to have the hard conversations and the brave Mm. conversations and just are very open and honest about learning. And so anyway, I just wanted to basically say thank you to you for all of that. That's so encouraging. Can I say one thing about at the table really quick? And then Portia, I'm I just interrupted you, but at the table really was Portia's baby. And it was amazing. It was Mm -hmm. amazing in every way. But what we found was we have women that really want to dig into topics that are important and that we can't always cover on a podcast, but because we want them to be interactive. So because of what at the table happened a few months ago, it really sparked some incredible conversations. And because of that, we also recognize there's other hot topics that people want to talk about, whether it's women in ministry, whether, you know, whatever it might be. So we brought on a fourth co-host for at the table that we're going to start doing quarterly. And Irene Rollins is going to now queen with those braids and yeah no isn't she i love yes. and yeah. at the table by the way for our friends at the table was a conversation about race and reconciliation so yes. just mm-hmm. so that that was a conversation that happened this past summer into it. Yeah. yes yes all right go on i did not mean to interrupt no that was all Portia. you take it i was just no, I, I was just brag on you. i just love the kingdom of god i know if my husband were hearing you right now coley he would say our heart and our prayer is that the songs that god gives us for our house that they minister to those that are outside of our house. And so I know um, he would say that that is super encouraging because it's a fun and powerful thing to be able to serve the Lord. I mean, when you're obedient and do the scary things, because at the table, first of all, y'all, it was hot in that room and we were sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) And then just nerves of just, how are they going to be received? God, please go before us. And he did. And there have been so many great things that have come from it. And I know that God is so working because I firmly believe that the church and people who name the name of Jesus and follow him, they are the key to seeing things change in our world and in our nation. Unless yeah. I get super preachy, I'll stop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it anytime. I love it. So Susan, I have something for you too. Okay. So again, all of this is on the podcast, friends. This is why you need to go listen to their podcast because Susan talks about how she adopted her kids from Ethiopia. Here's a story that literally I've thought about so many times in my everyday life. The story of how when you and your children were making the transition from Ethiopia to the United 
next day. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it that your daughter, like she threw up all over the plane and she was very young? And yeah, it was the other end, but she did explode all over okay, the plane. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. And I remember you sharing that the stewardess was so mm. kind to you, extra kind, where she could have probably been a little bit more frazzled and been rude. And, and you were very unsure about being a mom, like a very yeah. new mom and having that happen. And when I heard that story, though I'm not a mom yet in my life, uh, what transferred and deposited into my heart was just hearing how the Lord w- is so eager to get in the mess and love the mess mm. and how we should never be afraid ever right. to get in the mess or even to see others walking through a mess. I love that mm. so much. And I'll tell you too, that whole story reminds me so often that we can never underestimate the power of women loving other women. Yes. um, When we don't know them and we don't have a clue what they're walking through, when we see a woman in disarray or being frazzled or whatever, it is so always the right move to step up and be what that woman needs in that moment. Yeah. Because I was, I was literally losing my mind because I thought I was a failure and we hadn't even left the country yet. <laughs> and that woman choosing to love me, I have no doubt in my mind that the Holy Spirit told her to do that. Yeah. And I think so, so often our worldly culture tells women to compete with each other, mm. whereas God tells us to love each other strong so that we can move the kingdom forward together. And whether that woman was a believer or not, God used her in my life to say, I've got you and I can do this through you. I mean, Coley, you do this so often on your podcast. I mean, you spur women on towards love and good deeds every time you open your mouth. Even when we met you with Annie that weekend, everything that came out of your mouth that weekend (laughs) was you trying to spur others on in love and good deeds. And it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. That is so kind of you to say. I was like 20 years old, y'all. Like, <laughs> I'm like about to turn 25 next month. Looking back, I'm like, I don't even know how I was able to, like, how why no. they even trusted me. Like, you were precious. <laughs> Absolutely precious. And you know, I love too, Coley, is that your mom is so proud of you. Mm. And I love how you love her so deeply. Mm. And I just pray one day that when my kids are older, that we will love each other that deep because sincerely, I remember standing at the Ryman and you were talking and you were explaining to me about PCO or we started talking about our journeys with, with PCOS, your mom's, the way she was looking at you was not out of pity because mm-hmm. some people, when they hear that their daughters have PCO, it scares them because yeah. they immediately think no grandkids, no grandkids. Like that's the first thing in their mind. Your mom was looking at you with, she's got this and God's got her. Yeah. And it was the most beautiful thing. It really was. It was just so precious. Well, but you don't anyway. have that with your daughters because you're an amazing mom and there's, oh, my heavens. there's, there's, no, way. there's no way like like each of you who lead with the Lord, you know, what's the verse about like you raise them up and I just, you know, you know, all the verses and you know, the things. And so like, I just, I have full confidence and reassurance that there's no way that that like won't happen for y'all because you all love so big. I literally could go on. Like I have so many other things like, uh, let me say, okay, I'll do this one and then, and then we'll cap it off. One more story for you, Katie. I've always wanted to share this. You do not know this, but in the, this, I'm again, I'm going to throw it way back. Like this was one of the first episodes on She Speaks where you talked about how you found the Lord in Cuba when you were in Cuba. (laughs) I believe. And if 
I will cut this out if I accidentally got this wrong. Were you not like, did you not, did you used to smoke in Cuba? Oh, big time. Yeah. Oh, big time. Okay. Big time. I don't know if you know this. My husband, when he was stationed with the Navy, he was stationed in Guantanamo Bay. And he had a moment where he met the Lord while he was smoking. Like, God, if you're real, you have to show me that you're And he had like an encounter where then the next few days that like he, anyway, it's just crazy. And that like even just confirms like so much of just like how cool the Lord is that he uses the most unique things. So sorry. I could go on. I love love you guys so much. Um, (laughs) This is so fun. Let me ask you the final question that I always ask all my friends because the podcast is called Still With You. Where is God still with you? Right now, God is still with me regardless if I have the goosebumps, regardless if I have whatever feelings that he is with me. He's just been reminding me, I am with you. I am always with you, always. And I would have to say that um, he is still with me. I'm out of the physical trial and challenge per se that was so intense, but now I'm in a relationship season with some trials that obviously I won't go into. But just the other day, I said, Lord, this is harder than cancer. Mm -hmm. I would take cancer over these relationship uncertainties and strife and differences of opinion that are really tearing some dear ones apart. And it breaks my heart. And God said very clearly, I am still with you. Oh, I love that. Any trial, any trial, like you said, Susan, any trial. God can use for good. Yeah. I love that. So good. I love that. My little family is, we've had a year, man. We've had a year and it has been a year. It's uh, right when you think you can breathe, uh, something else stands up and tries to knock you down again. And I will tell you what it's made me understand is the necessity to love God's word more and to trust God's word more. Every morning I drop off one of my daughters at school and I head to a vacant Best Buy parking lot and I spend an hour with Jesus. Right now it's it's what he's showing me is in the middle of things that can feel completely crazy. He will always, always be steady, always that his word every day is life. And that when you think you are on the edge of something where you're like, I can't, I can't take one more thing, Lord, mm-hmm. that he shows you. Yeah. Yeah, you can, because I'm strong in your weakness and you can take this. And it is, it is producing goodness in you and your family, even though you can't see it right now. God is good and his word is good. No, oh, you guys are amazing. My heart just feels so full. Like I love this so much. Like this literally has been like, so sweet just to hear these conversations. This is why sisterhood and really just like why we need to be in part with the Bible. Like that's why we don't need to like read God's word alone and we have to share because we get these stories and these connections and like watch him get all the glory. So thank you guys so much for being friends like through the podcast, outside the podcast. I just pray that this year, just God has blessings on each of you individually, your families, collectively, like the entire story tribe. Well, thank you, honey. Thank you so much. You say we're a blessing to you. I don't think you have any idea how much you have encouraged us this morning. (laughs) Right, ladies? Absolutely. Above and beyond. (laughs) So thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Yes. Well, next time, let's not do this like three years. We need to like, I need to (laughs) communication with you guys closer to. But at the same time, it feels like I have though, because I've been like following you all and hearing you guys are just so open and honest, transparent through the podcast. I'm like, 
I know exactly what's happening. Like Katie, I know you just got your port taken out and we're like, praise <laughs> God, you know? <laughs> so I love it. Um, and I'll tell you this, honey, I just had an idea. We need to have you on our podcast. Yes. yes. Um, you need to come for one of our live events. Exactly. I would love feature, it. To feature how stories really do change yeah. lives. I will be your hype yeah. girl. I'll just point everyone your direction. I love it. I would love <laughs> it. Wonderful. All right. We should play we the it. edge of heaven too. We could play the yes. edge of heaven. Uh, yes. <laughs> I have access to that. <laughs> Portia, you can lead us representing River Valley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll get Clinton. We'll get Clinton. We'll do, yeah. Love that. I'll call in a favor. All right. <laughs> well, I love you guys. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank, Thank you so you much. Totally. The sovereign hand of God. That theme lives on outside of the realms of this episode. The sovereign hands of God is what keeps us all going. And I'm so grateful for Katie, Portia, Susan, these three friends who are taking time to sew into our lives. They are practically farmers, y'all, out there working up the harvest, furthering the kingdom. I am so grateful to come alongside them, have been able to watch She Speaks stories grow from the ground up. God is truly incredible. Praise God for Katie's health, Susan's family, and Portia's ministry, all the things. I love these friends so much, and I honestly don't know what I would do without them because they are a true reason why Still With You exists, why I have felt almost like a daughter coming up under their leadership as they've encouraged me to be a woman of valor, a shutshaya, let us live that out. It's just so good. If you love what you heard today and are now a fan of the contagious laughter and the lovely propelling storytelling from Katie, Susan, and Portia, you can find the gals from She Speaks Stories on their podcast. Simply search She Speaks Stories or you can find them on social media. She Speaks Stories is their handle as well as their website. Again, triple S, SheSpeaksStories.com. Make sure you sign up for Story School so you can get some hands-on practical learning and again, more time with your new three best friends. I also encourage you to check out the coaching with Susan and Portia. They are amazing leaders like I've shared. And when you invest time in learning how to hear the voice of God, read scripture, interpret scripture, it's not a selfish investment. It truly is an investment into your life, but also it changes everyone you're around. When we speak the name of Jesus and we decide to intentionally take a step of obedience, it's not just for you. It affects everyone. Just like their step of obedience and launching the podcast has genuinely changed my life. I'm so grateful for them and taking a moment to come hang out with us on Still With You. So I've given you all the places you can find Susan, Katie, and Portia. And if you do want to connect with me, you can find me on social media as well. My handle is Coley Browning, or you can connect with me through my website, ColeyBrowning.com. I would love to encourage you say, hey, tell me where you're listening from. I gave you a reminder mid-episode about Holy Week that that we are together as a still with you friends observing next week. So there will not be an episode coming out next week, but there will be the following on the 6th of April until we hang out again, be bold, be brave, be you. And remember that he is still with you.